it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Greetings and salutations, everyone. It's Rich Wilson. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Live, the Take 10 with Tim, our Friday edition. It's about 1040 East Coast time on Friday after, Friday morning. We're a little early here, Timmy, and I have to, you have to remind me, is it bagels or Pop-Tarts? Uh, it's bagels. Cinnamon raisin with a little honey on them. Ah, good stuff. So, so no Pop-Tarts are just no more. No, I, I've cut them out. Uh, it's part of my uh, my plan to become a healthy eater, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, yeah. I I I love a good pop tart, and and uh, well, well, I'm I'm glad you're eating. So can we, if I may, it's barely eating a little better. I mean, bagels aren't all that great for you, Tim. Don't have a lot of fat in them, but they're not all that great. Well, and I put a lot more butter on a bagel than I do on a Pop-Tart. So, yeah, there was a little bit of facetiousness in that prior comment. Well, but it's, you know, it is healthier, I will say that, over a Pop-Tart. But, Tim, how's life? How's the team? How's the big money league going? Uh, the big money league is stalled. Uh, oh, no. I'm gain- yeah, I'm gaining some ground in a few things. But i got to be honest with you. Vlad Jr. has not helped me in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, Shoei Otani hasn't helped me much either. And I lost to Kuna and a couple of other bats. I got Chisholm back on the IL with the COVID. Was that a 10 team league you're playing in, Timmy? Uh, you got an all star uh, lineup there. Well, where it was, it's a 12 team league. Ah. Okay. And it was an auction. Ah. Okay. Okay. So what I did was I went with the big, go big go home thing, and I spent I spent some serious money on a Kierna. I think I spent fifty some odd bucks, somewhere in that range. But what I did was I played the stars and scrubs, hoping to hit on the scrubs, and the scrubs have been okay. But losing losing a Kierna that yeah. that really really hurt on the RBI numbers, and right. yeah yeah and the pitching's been mediocre it's just again injuries and you can't do much about that can you i will tell you Tammy, in the last month particularly after the sticky stuff so i rostered most of my teams had high spin rate guys 
right? Because right. I was following the metrics and the spin rate. Mm-hmm. So I, I had John Means and Taiwan Walker. I mean, all, all, nearly every team. And those right. guys, Timmy, are not the same guys anymore. I mean, particularly Taiwan Walker's you know, turning back into a number, a back of the rotation guy. And John Means is good, not great. Yeah, I've, um, so those are the kind, and my ear, my ratios, Timmy, are just falling like a lead balloon. And I don't know. I mean, it's it's tough to keep them up. Well, yeah, I, I'm sort of starting to think. You remember, uh, remember, you know, three, four weeks ago, I was discussing letting everybody catch up to me in pitching. Uh-huh. Well, they are. It's just I, I dug myself too deep of a hole. But, yeah, the pitching numbers are starting to come up and starting to stabilize a little bit. So, yeah, had I been a little bit more fortunate in tossing my darts at my middle-tier pitching, it might have actually worked out going hitting early mm-hmm. with everything that's come down this year. And it's going to be fascinating looking at next year because as I scan through the you know, the top 10 pitchers from my rankings earlier in the year, you know, you got the likes of Jake, Jake, Jacob DeGrom, Garrett Cole, Shane Beaver, Trevor Bauer, Hugh Darvish, who's back dealing with more back issues. Aaron Nola has been terrible. You know, Lucas Giolito. Had a yeah, really he, good outing last out. Yeah, but he's four ERA. Yep. Yeah. And then you're into Luis Castillo. Clayton Kershaw is on the 60-day. Zach Galen. Uh, I know. What? Yeah, Jack Flaherty. Well, it's here's here's be, here's the deal, Timmy. Yeah. They all missed. Well, they didn't all miss. They only pitched fifty to sixty innings last season, and this was anticipated that this was yeah. guys were going to get hurt, and they have the pitchers have not stayed healthy for the most part, and those that have haven't been all that effective. Particularly the guys that are high spin rate guys. A lot of the guys you just mm-hmm. listed who are not very effective are high spin mm-hmm. rate guys. Yeah, what do we do though when we start looking towards next year? It's going to be a fascinating discussion, isn't it? It is. May I ask you a Dynasty League question? Yes, you may. Fire away. So a league that I came in second in last year, and I was, I came down to the last two days, and the guy who beat me had a better two days than I did. Right. Uh, so, but it's a league I have Juan Soto in, Dustin May, Tyler Glasnow. You can imagine. My team has gone from very good to average. Mm-hmm. And I've got a couple of low-end closers um, that I don't know if they're going to be closers next year. Uh, one Ian Kennedy and one yep. Alex Colomay. Mm. So a guy offered me a fourth-round draft. Timmy, you know the, the format very well. Yeah. For both yep. of those guys, and he won at my 10th round. And I just said no. I I yeah. thought that was... His point was, well, you're not going to win this year. These guys may not be closers next year. Like, why don't you get something? And it was a fair argument. I will give it. It's a fair argument. But it just wasn't right, Timmy. It felt like the bad thing to do to the league. Your thoughts? Yeah, my thought would be very simple. You know the way I play the game. Yeah, so I'm going to hand you a championship, and you're going to give me a garbage pick next year, and I'm going to say thank you. Yeah. No, I'm not going to. I'll hold those guys. You know what? If you want to win this year, offer me something that gets my attention. Don't offer me something that doesn't. 
and hope I'm going to take it. And you know what? If you're happy finishing second because you're unwilling to give me a second round pick for those two guys, yeah, hey, that's your that's your call. But second round, a second give- round would do it, Tim. Second yeah, round for sure. both those guys would do it. And it, it yeah. it's just like, well, first of all, we don't know. Ian Kennedy seems to become a closer every year. Uh, mm-hmm. So we don't know he's not going to be a closer next year. There's probably a chance he won't. And Alice yeah. Colomay's got a good good arm. I mean, there's a he's possibility. Got a good, he's got a good resume. Yeah. yeah there's it, there's yeah. a chance that one of those guys at least continues to get saves next year. So... So I got I I thought the guy's argument was good. I just don't want to do that. And I thought what you just said, you're going to give me a garbage pick next year. I'm going to say thank you very much. Yeah, it's like I, I'll just hold on to him. Well, yeah, ro- roll the dice. If the guy is serious and he wants to win, and he believes those players can make a difference, and I th- I think they can. Both of them. Philadelphia mm-hmm. is going to win a lot of games. Ian Kennedy is going to get a lot of saves. Alex Colomay, I think, has got four saves this week. Okay, and there's a good chance that the incumbent, uh, Mr. Rogers, isn't going to be patrolling the ninth inning neighborhood. So he's got that. And, you know, as much as the Twins have, you know, had a mediocre year, the Twins still aren't, they're not a bad team. It's not Mm -hmm. like you're picking up the closer for the Rangers. You know what I mean? It's, he's going to get you some saves. So for me, it's all about, well, hey, I want something. I ain't going to hand you anything on a silver platter. That's that's my philosophy. Always has been, always will be. And if I'm in first, I expect to pay for the privilege of getting players that can give me that first place. And, yeah. and I will. It's when I simple. was when I was pushing last year, I was overpaying for everything, Timmy. I just, well, you sure. know, I wanted to try to win and mm-hmm. you know, I wound up, you know, two days short, but that's okay. At least I yeah. went for it. But I mean, come on, yep. give me give me something, right? So yep. that's kind yep. of what I wanted to talk about. So I, I thought you would be in the same line that I am. I'm mm-hmm. not going to hand you the championship. I'm not going to do that for you or for the league. And mm-hmm. if you want these guys, in fact, I'm going to put out on the trade block, I'm going to say you want both these guys at second round. We'll get both of them. What do you got? Yeah. I, hey, you know what? There's a price to be paid for wanting to ramp it up and win a dynasty league. They are not easy to win. And, hey, if, if you're in a position, you should be willing to pay it. If you're not willing to pay it, well, go then go about your business and hope things work out. Simple. In that same league, Timmy, I uh, I put uh, JT Ramulto on the, mm-hmm. on the block. There was a lot of interest, Timmy, but mm-hmm. nobody was willing to give me anything. It was just... Mm-hmm. It, there were guys that were ranked below him on the player radar that they were willing to give me for him. I'm like, no, this is like JT Ramuto. I mean, it's had a, not a great season, but it's a fine season. He's still relatively young. And it's interesting how people are just unwilling to go for it and actually give you something for those players. Yeah, I am. Hey, when I get a chance to go for it, I go for it, much the same as you did last year. I'll, I'll, I'll overpay. I'll get what I think I need, and if it works out, great. If it doesn't, well, hey, I gave it a shot. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I, I don't know. It's just because you're not in it doesn't doesn't mean you're prepared to give away all your best players to the best teams for nothing. Yep. Like it's a dynasty league, you know. What yep. I mean, you can hold on to Real Muto. You can move him in the off season if you want to move him. You can hold on to him for the next two, three years because I think he'll be a top five catcher for the next two, three years. Yeah, and that and that carries weight. So 
Hey, it's not like you got to move them, right? In another league, Timmy, just to give you another story and your thoughts on this, where I'm competing, Timmy, um, and I have Anthony Rendon who goes down. So the great Marcus Potter in that league, he's back in DL1, sends me a trade offer. And only Marcus can do this, tell me how great Joey Wendell is. Straight up Joey Wendell for for, uh, Anthony Rendon, I'm like – I don't want to win that badly. I mean, that's a. I don't think he's going to outplay the guy I got in at third base now. I mean, it's like well, what? What? No. Doesn't everybody want a platoon player on the race? I exactly. And, and he's got <laughs> yeah, he's got like six home runs and seven stolen bases or something yeah. like that. And I think I've got Fletcher in my third base slot, who's helping me out in bet. I yeah, Fletcher's Fletcher, fine. Fletcher's higher rated on the mm-hmm. CBS player rating than, than Wendell was. I'm like, well, Marcus, I, like, I don't understand this. What are you doing? <laughs> well, you know what he's doing. Yeah, I know it's like... what he's doing. Yeah, okay, yeah. If I'm going to hold a guy up for ransom, it's going to be something that I know makes a difference. And Wendell isn't it. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to be a player that... It's going to be a player that's going to be enticing. Somebody that's, you know, you're going to have to think about. Yeah, I mean, where do you, you know, think Anthony? Like I'd offer, I'd offer you Lewis Brinson, <laughs> you know, <laughs> something like that, or Brandon Belt. Lewis, <laughs> uh, so Lewis Brinson, Timmy, he's still striking out too much and never walks. Yes. This is this is this is crazy what he's doing, right? Well, hey, you know what? You know the story about the blind squirrel finding an acorn. Yeah, anybody can get hot yeah. for a week in the that, season. That is correct, and good for Lewis Brinson. Yeah, he's, what he's a, on a terror, but hey, you're not going to pay for him. Nothing yeah. has changed in Lewis Brinson. At some point in time, he'll go over for the week, and he'll be back to platooning again, right? Some of the guys I talked to in baseball, Timmy, are the guys in the analytics departments at some of these teams, and I, I know a bunch of them, actually from my old job. So they used to, we yeah. used to collaborate on stuff. And uh, so one guy told me once, that hot streaks are not predictive. He says he's tried to create an algorithm that he could predict when a hot streak was going to come. He goes, I have failed. It is non-predictable. So they just, one day it just clicks for a week or two and off they go. Well, you know, you look at a player, any player, right? And they're, they're old for the week before it's Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. Logically, you would think, at some point in time, they're going to snap out of it. So when is the end of the cold streak is the question. But it's sometimes getting players with skills that are slumping isn't a bad plan. You know, I think it's the right idea, assuming they're going to break out of it. Now, Lewis Brinson could go two weeks, could go three weeks. But a good hitter who's in a funk at some point in time usually breaks out of it. So, you know, you look at the waiver wire and you watch some of the guys sitting there that are slumping badly. And that's not a bad time to make a move, is it? I don't know. It kind of reminds me of flipping a coin, Timmy. Tails, tails, tails. Well, it's got to be heads next, right? It just has to be. It's been too many tails, but it's still 50-50 chance of being heads or tails. So, and it's like, it's the same thing with slumps. And like Jose Altuve is notorious for three weeks on, five weeks off. That's just who he is. Um, And 
it's not always it's not always that pattern now with him because when he gets hot he stays hot if you want to try to get cute Tim and sit him when he's cold mm. you can at least get 75% of his hot streak cuz he'll he'll let you know he's warming up well yeah and we know the way Murphy's law works too right mhm as soon as you set him he's going to go off right so you can't set him right but Lewis Brinson <laughs> Lewis Brinson could be hot for 6 days Timmy and if you're in a weekly league like, I, I have a chance to put him in my NFBC team, which I have, right? I've done that, right? This right. is a good chance he's 0 for 12 this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I can't argue with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, you could hit three home runs. You're, you're That's tossing right. it at the wall, hoping some of it's going to stick, you're right? You're flipping and... a coin, Timmy. So, <laughs> yeah. so I think that's that's when you get these young players or inconsistent players, Timmy, which we don't at least have you know, a yardstick that we can go back to yeah. that they've done this kind of pattern before, you're you're simply guessing. Well, yeah, they, you know, the algorithm that works is, like I said, throw it at the wall. <laughs> it um, sticks. You, If it sticks, it's a good algorithm, right? <laughs> two, two other things before uh, we get into some of the stuff I've got on my page. Uh, first, Chris Davis, Timmy, um, yeah. retires from baseball. Your thoughts on that? Uh... I feel for Chris Davis. I, I really do. I, I think it's, I think it's the right time. I think it's the the right move. Uh, but you know what? He, he has taken an incredible amount of flack the past two, three years. Four, and, five years, Tim. Four, five years. Yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to pull his stats up on Sports the Edge. Uh-huh. And it's giving me a 404 error. Yeah, what does that mean? 404 <laughs> means he's really bad. <laughs> That's what that means. <laughs> yeah, they've deleted him from the database. I have no idea. But, you know, hey, he signed a big contract coming off a big year. And it ended very quickly and ended with a thud. And I wish Chris Davis nothing but the best moving forward. Financially, it's- he's secure for life. And you know, supposedly you he's it. a really, really good dude. I mean, a very, yeah, very right. involved in the community. So, I mean, you've never heard a negative thing come out about him. So, yeah, it's time though. Yeah, it, it's time. So, yeah, it, I wish. All the best don't you think it'll time. go down as it's one of the worst contracts in the history of the game? And I think it actually. I don't believe teams will make that mistake again, where they take a one-dimensional player who was huge. And give him a huge mm-hmm. contract. Now, we're, they did that with Giancarlo Stanton, and we're seeing the effects of that. It'll be interesting once Aaron Judge's time is up. Is he going to get the big, enormous contract, or have baseball teams truly learned from that? Uh, I I think the the teams with supposed limited resources or the teams that tell us they have limited resources it it won't happen at all i think your big money teams will still roll the dice on players because they are big money teams and they can do that the yankees the dodgers now hey now granted you're talking about you know a, a very very good scouting department in la and an analytics department so the odds of them making mistakes i think are minimal but it's still going to happen. But they have the money to toss around, and they will toss it around, right? Yeah, why don't you call them and ask them about Trevor Bauer, Tim? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and again, they got everything they expected out of Tra- Trevor Bauer until 
right? Yeah, they well, were, the, they weren't they weren't complaining they weren't complaining about Trevor Bauer. Yeah, as, as until until <laughs> I so to me I made the same mistake as the Dodgers did. I looked at the stats and everything, and I did not look at the person. It was all there, Tim. It was all sitting there. Yes, it was. And I, yeah. I take a look at going back to Chris Davis. I take a look at like Jose Abreu and Nelson Cruz. They haven't been able to get really long contracts. No, they haven't. Uh again, Nelson Cruz limited limited because of his uh DH only status. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, it's I I think it's going to and already has changed in most cases. Yep. But again, I, I still think the teams with money, they'll, they'll buy on the Trevor Bowers. Do you think Jordan Alvarez, assuming he stays semi-healthy and continues to production, he's a young kid, right? When yep. he turns 27, 28, and everybody's calling the next incarnation of J.D. Martinez or or David Ortiz, does he get the big contract? I say no. I think he'll get a five-year deal for good money, but I don't think he'll get, I don't think he'll get Juan Soto money Mm -hmm. or Mike Trout money. No, I don't think he'll get that. Right, I agree. But I, I think he'll do very well for himself. Timmy, let's take a quick break. We get back. I've got a bunch of questions for you, my friend. Looking forward to it. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Timmy, did you watch the Field of Dreams game? Um, yeah, I watched a bit of it. Yeah, I, I I was really excited. Okay, when I saw them coming onto the field with their Nike logos embossed oh, <laughs> on, on, on their chest, boo. and you know the fans <laughs> that paid two thousand dollars a ticket. Is that how much it cost? 
I think on the secondary market it was up in that range. And then, you know, you had all the people in Iowa that had to be happy because it was blacked out for them. So, yeah, it was cool, Rich. <laughs> wow. So, wow. Timmy, I thought I almost had tears in my eyes when when Kevin Costner and the, the players came out of the uh, out of the court. I thought Fox did a great job. MLB did a great job with that. I didn't think of the all of the crap that Judas brought up. So negative, Tim. I know. I had tears in my eyes, too, for the 40 minor league teams that they dissed so they could afford to build a little park of theirs, right? I did not know that till I saw it. I'm saying, where's the little white house that was in the movie? And all of a sudden... It, it's they, still they, there. Yeah, it's on the <laughs> other field, though. <laughs> the other field that Hollywood <laughs> built. And then they mm-hmm. show this mammoth stadium that MLB built. Timmy, that's that's not for one game. No, they'll do it every year. Yeah, multiple times. Uh, that, that's, well, that's, yeah. They're going to they're gonna run it to the ground, my friend. That's going to well, be. <laughs> well, until Nike quits putting logos on the uniforms, yeah, they'll be having it every year, right? Uh, I thought it was I thought it was great. I mean, what a great game. So I, didn't watch, I, I picked, didn't watch the middle of it, picked it up at the end. It was a yeah. great walk-off, but I, I thought it was great. I did not cynically think of all the stuff that you did. Two grand a ticket. Yeah, I think the secondary market got that high. I know in the afternoon it was like fourteen hundred. I think thirteen for fourteen hundred. But I was hearing numbers around two grand. You know, I I love the movie. The movie is is still when I, I I'll watch that movie over and over and over again. I love it, but uh, the commercialization, the extension of it is uh, I don't know. It's <laughs> Yeah, call me callous, call me cold, whatever. It just all right. It, well, we're switching it, places yeah, here because you know. usually I'm that guy, and I'm the mm-hmm. one. You're the one that's all. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. That's you know the agreeable, nice Canadian. So I'm taking that. Well, I thought it was great. Okay, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, like I said, that's that's cool. I'm I'm being cold, facetious, and miserable. I was there. You go. So I've got I've got some oh. young hitters and young pitchers I want to talk about. Uh, most are having good seasons. I I just went to MLB.com and I went to sort it by rookies and took the, the guys at the top or semi-famous. And I wanted you to tell me which round they're going to go in next season. I thought it'd be fun way to talk about some players. The first guy is not a rookie, but to me, I, I, I gotta know where you're picking this guy to me. And it is Cedric Mullins, 423 at bats. 87 strikeouts, 41 walks, a 933 OPS, 20 home runs, 21 stolen bases. Timmy, he's ranked ninth on the CBS Player Raider. Ninth. Yeah, and he should be. <laughs> it's a first round draft pick if you take out the name. Well, uh, how many players have gone 2020 in baseball this year other than Cedric Mullins? Well, Mookie Betts has gone 2020 because he plays all the time, and he's had a great. I don't season. think he has. <laughs> I'm just teasing, Timmy. And no, I okay. can't imagine has Fernando Tatis gone 2020. He's the only one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, I think Mullins in most leagues is going to go second round. That's even amazing. Early second round. <laughs> wow, are you gonna are you gonna pull the trigger? Let's say that you're you you've got the twelfth pick and you go Trevor Bauer, and then it comes around again, <laughs> yeah. and, and Cedric Mullins is sitting there. Timmy, what what are you doing? 
Well, yeah, it's like this year in the the fantasy baseball invitational. My first two picks were Yelich and Lindor. I was rocking it, right? Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> are you going to take Cedric Mullins with the twentieth pick in a fifteen team um, draft? Yeah, I am. I don't. Moving forward, I don't know if I see the twenty home runs plus next year, but I think we see ten to fifteen. But I think we're going the thirty stolen bases is real. And I think we're going to see a repeat of it. Uh, how many players are going to steal 30-plus stolen bases this year? I mean, next year. Uh, not many. He's, he's fast. Not many. He's, a, he's a good yeah. defender, too, so he's going to stay Very. in the lineup. So it's, it's, it's a good player, but it's one of those, Timmy, there's going to be a number of people in your draft, not yours mm-hmm. specifically, who are not going to yeah. believe in Cedric Mullins. And yeah. I get that. Yeah, I get it, too, and they're not going to own him. Yeah. Next year, they're not going to roster him. It's as simple as that. I, I can't see him going much outside the top twenty players. Now you were anti a Rosarina coming into mm-hmm. the season, and you turned out to be more right than wrong. I think the great John yes. Dean was. I think we can definitely say he was not in the on the right side there. He's been a good player, not a great player. Right. You feel differently about Mullins. Uh, well, I think the one thing that I feel fairly confident with as far as Mullins is concerned is the speed. And I think he'll replicate what he has done this year. So, if so, he, that so let me, let me me, ask you a question. Let me, let me yeah. give you a stat line. Mm-hmm. Let's say he bats 270 with a 330 on base percentage yeah. with... Uh, 12 home runs and 26 stolen bases, and you take him in the beginning of the second round. Are you going to be happy with that? That'll be okay. Okay. I'll be I... happy with 30-plus on the stolen bases. Okay. Well, 20s, I mean, yeah, that's for injury yeah. and... Yeah, true, yeah. true, true. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I... You know the way I build teams, and I'd yeah. like to secure secure my speed, so... And wait, and I'll wait, be... on, wait on pitching and draft... Uh, Steven Strasburg. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I gave myself a rim uh, shot on that. Too. That was you mean, should. Yeah, that was mean spirited. <laughs> You're making up for your field of dreams, Rick. Rich, give you a rim shot on that. That was well played, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right, let's keep moving, Timmy. Uh, 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 Patrick Wisdom, 195 at bats, 82 strikeouts, 19 walks. An 899 OPS, 17 home runs. Yeah. Got 17 home runs in there twice. Three stolen bases, 129th on the player rater, Tim. Yeah. Mid mid to late teens. Oh, so you're not believing at all. Uh well, hey, I believe he could hit twenty five home runs next year. But I think it's gonna come with uh a low batting average, low on base. And uh who's he you know, if he's hitting in the three four spot? Like, who's he driving in? Chicago's going to be a bit of a project. He could be one of those uh, 2020 guys, or 25-25 guys, 25 home runs, 25 RBIs. Yeah, it's I, I'm not big on Patrick Wisdom, and I, and I don't think he's going to go high in, high in drafts for all the reasons I just mentioned. Jonathan India, Timmy, 355 at-bats, 99 strikeouts, 54 walks, and 851 OPS, 13 home runs, 8 stolen bases. He's ranked 67th on the player raider. Uh, anywhere between the 4th and 6th round. 
He's been better, Timmy, than I think anybody thought coming into the season. I know I drafted him in the 50th round on my NFC team. Thank you very right. much. But I, I I never expected a guy that has a chance to go 2015. I think once he gets going, that might be who he is. Well, yeah, and you know what? He got out of the gate really strong. And then there was about a three-week period in there where he struggled, and he struggled badly. Okay, and then he made some adjustments. And the game is one of Constant's adjustments, and what he did worked out very, very well. He's moved himself to the top of the order in Cincinnati. I don't know if he's a leadoff bat, you know, for the next two, three, four, five years, but I... I like Jonathan India. I really do. I, I think we've got a, a potential 20, 10 to 15 type player with good on base skills. And I think he's going to be a fixture in Cincinnati for a long time. I, I'm rather bullish on Jonathan India. I am as well, Timmy. And I, I feel great for the kid because, as you know, I, I scout a lot of these players, Timmy, and yeah. I had somebody tell me watching a game with Jonathan India back in 2018 that he was not a prospect. Or 2019, he was playing so poorly mm-hmm. that if his name didn't say India on the back of his jersey, which actually didn't because he, he was in a, a league that didn't have it, you would mm-hmm. think that guy's a not, not a prospect. I disagreed with the guy. Um, and still was, was, I thought he'd be a major leaguer. I never saw a player this good. So good on him. Yeah. You know, I I think he's worked very hard. Yeah. Okay. And good for him for now being in a position where he's going to enjoy the fruits of his labors as will the Reds. So again, yeah, I know how badly he struggled in the minors. I was very down on Jonathan India. I took him, I've got him in. I think I've got him in tote labor and probably four or five other leagues, but he wasn't drafted. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was added through the through the waiver wire. And uh, I got to give myself a pat on the back for exercising patience because a, a lot of people cut him loose when he went into that swoon back in April, May. And those that exercised patience did well, very well. Baby Cedric Mullins would be a kill Badu. 300 at bats, 89 strikeouts, a little too many strikeouts, 31 walks, 800 OPS, 10 home runs, 14 stolen bases. He is 91st on the player rater. I think we're going to see, definitely Badu is going to go ahead of Patrick Wisdom, but I think he's going to slide into the, uh, I'll say rounds 12 to 15, 16 which means he'll be a target of mine next year, and I'll probably move him up a bit. I like what I've seen. Yeah, he strikes out a bit too much, but he's in the perfect environment to really do well. As we saw with uh, Grossman this year, Mm -hmm. the Tigers are going to play the kid, and opportunity is half the battle, at least the way I play the game. Uh, I'll I'll take my chances with a full-time player in Badu. And I could see myself going as high as maybe 10th, 11th round, somewhere in there. But I think he's going to be pushed back to the mid-teens because of the strikeout rate. And, you know, people will look and say, well, it's the Tigers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm looking at it the other way around saying, yeah, good thing it's the Tigers. Yeah, hey, if if it was a team that had a lot of offensive power, he might be pushed into a fourth outfielder role, right? I mean, 
to me, Timmy, if you like Cedric Mullins, I think you gotta like a Kilbadu. I mean, it's oh, yeah. very similar skill set, very very similar. Uh, yep. n- number five is Adolis Garcia. To me, almost four hundred bats. This is scary. Mm. Well, first yep. of all, give me good, good news. 785 OPS, 25 home runs, 8 stolen bases. He's 38th, Timmy, on the player rate. 38th. Here's Amazing. The, Amazing. Here's the scary part. <laughs> 130 strikeouts, and even more scary, 22 walks. Have you looked at his splits by any chance and seen what he's done in the second half? Well, I own him in almost every league, Timmy. Yes. I, don't I, didn't, t- I didn't need I don't to do to that. You, do <laughs> no, it's the power has somewhat disappeared. It's a lot of opposite field power, too. It's just, yeah. There's no burly home runs from him. Uh, no, I I think you're going to see Adolis Garcia go as a fifth outfielder next year. Okay. Uh, again, low batting average. The home runs will be there. there. Uh, the bonus is he's in Texas. So he should play. Okay, but again, I just, hey, everybody's seen what he's done in the second half. Okay, and he's swinging at everything, isn't he? Yeah, he yeah. had gotten a little bit better. Now he's there's a lot of swing and miss in his game. That, that's that's who he is, Tim. He's big yeah. and strong and incredibly athletic. You throw him on the bump, he could throw 94-95. There's yeah. a lot of skills in him, but he is, you know, you hate to pigeon him with his fellow countrymen. Yeah, but he's there's a lot of crazy athleticism. He just cannot control the strike zone, and there's a lot of guys like that. Well, I was going to say, yeah, I, I know when I'm looking at players, you know, uh, his inability to control the strike zone will define him in my books as somebody that, hey, uh, I'll take a chance on him, but I'll never get him because somebody will move a little bit earlier than I will. You know, and, and take a chance on on getting those 30 home runs. Uh, I'll, I'll be looking for batting average OBP types, a little yeah, bit he's, more balanced. He's definitely going to hit 30 home runs this year and probably steal 12 <laughs> bases. I mean, so there's yeah. – it's going to be crazy. And, and I've had him, and he's he's carrying – he carried my teams to me in the first half. There's no question he just carried my teams. Jazz Chisholm, 294 at-bats, 95 strikeouts. Talk about swing and miss. Wow. 24 walks. That's not good. 70, yeah. 731 OPS, 11 home runs, 11 stolen bases. I throw in seven caught stealing, Timmy. He is 120th on the player yeah. radar. Yeah, it's been a, a season of up and down for Jazz Chisholm. I remember looking at him prior to the season, and we discussed ad nauseum, you know, can he control his, the strike zone? Can he get on base enough? Well, it's been a, a mixed verdict. The difference be- for me between Chisholm and Garcia is that I think there's still hope for Jazz Chisholm. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any hope for Adolis Garcia. Okay. The stolen bases, I think, are going to be there. Uh, it's also been a season where he's been nicked, nicked up and hurt. And, oh, wow. Uh, yes, and I, I'm giving him a bit of a mulligan for that, uh, for that Rich. So I, I, I think you're going to look at Jazz Chisholm somewhere. I'm going to go with ooh, seventh, eighth round, somewhere in there. Wow. Okay. All right, so the last guy, Timmy, is is I'm really interested. Uh, I, I almost don't need to tell you his stat line. It's Wander Franco. 
Yeah. It's only been 148 at bats, 31 strikeouts, 14 walks. Not bad. 699 OPS, probably a little higher to me. I got it before he hit a home run last night. So now up yeah. to five home runs, two stolen bases. Yeah. His player rater doesn't really matter because he doesn't have the number of at bats. But right. Wander Franco, besides Cedric Mullins, he's got the biggest name recognition, and I'll put it in quotes, upside of the rest of these guys. Where does he go next year? Well, probably to AAA for three weeks. Oh, we've already done that. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you look at the players on this list. You know, does anybody have any more upside than Wander Franco? And the answer is no, they don't. And I, I think Wander Franco next year is going to go in the third round. Wow. I think I, I think he's shown enough this year. With full-time at-bats, he's only going to get better. And I don't know if he's going to return third-round value next year, but I think he's going to go off the board that high in redraft leagues. So my humble opinion to me, and I, I've said this uh-huh. for the last three years, and I'll stick with that, Wanda yeah. Franco's value is in the fact that he's going to have a very high batting average and a really high on-base percentage. But he's mm-hmm. a 15-15 kind of guy, maybe as he matures – a 10 20 guy, or excuse me, a 20 home run, 10 stolen base guy. It's not yeah. going to be the crazy Vlad Jr. that has a chance at 40 home runs, or even a guy that has a chance to hit 30. I don't see that player, but he's going to be a guy that controls the strike zone, scores a lot of runs, has a lot of RBIs. He's going to help you in those categories, but it's not going to be, oh, he's going to do 25 25. I, I, I can't see a player like that. No, I think he's going to be who we wanted Randy Rosarena to be this year. <laughs> I thought Randy make, Rosa, yeah. I, I thought Randy Rosarena was going to hit thirty home runs. <laughs> I thought he was going to hit thirty home runs. It just didn't happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, no, I like Wander Franco a lot, and uh, I think next year he's probably going to be overdrafted in redraft leagues. Uh, I agree. I agree. I yeah. I, I but again, I, I think you're also getting a player that has really really good all-round skills and and upside. Yep, totally agree. He's a very, very good player. Very, yeah, very, very good player. Okay, yep. Timmy, now the hard questions. Which, well, let's take Cedric Mullins out of this, okay? Which okay. player are you the most interested in for next season based on value, when you can get it, maybe just you like the player? Who is that player on this list? Jonathan India. Is it because you can get him in the fourth or fifth round that you said, or? Yeah, I think he's going to provide you with good overall numbers, and I think the value is going to be reasonable. Okay, when you start looking at, you know, you can take Patrick Wisdom off the list, you can take Garcia off the list, uh, you can take, you know, you can take Franco off the list. Not because of skills, but because I, I I won't go that high on them. So that leaves you a few, you know, India. India, Abadu, and Chisholm. But, I, yeah. I think those so, are the right three guys, by the way, for value. I agree. So that's what I'll be looking at. And I like everything that India has done this year, and I think he's only going to get better. Remember, he's still young. There's growth potential there. So for for me, it would be India or Abadu would it's, be the two guys that I'd be most interested in. It's to me, it's Badu over India, just because if you're right, you said 10th, 11th, 12th round, you even said maybe 14th round. If, if that's the cost of him, thank you very much. I will take him. Yep. 
As will I. Yeah, I have no problems. It's going to be one of those two guys for me. Jazz yep. Chisholm, I think, is going to go a little bit too high for for my liking in that by the time Jazz Chisholm is still on the board, I'll, I'll have wanted to have secured most of my stolen bases. Okay, so the stolen base interest for me, Jazz Chisholm, in round, say, seven, eight, nine, mm-hmm. is not going to be there. So then I'm looking at Jazz Chisholm for his batting average, OBP, and power, and I'll wait a few rounds and go Akil Badu. Yeah, the weird thing for me with Chisholm and the Marlins of how they have created and the players they have acquired and drafted, they go for the, the home run every time with the guys that are crazy tooled up. But almost every player can hit. And I worry, I mean, Jazz Chisholm can barely hit. I mean, so yeah. he's been the best of the lot sans the last week and a half for uh, for Louis Brinson. I mean, the rest of the guys can't hit, Timmy. But you know what? They can build a pitching staff, can't they? They can't build a pitching staff. Maybe maybe they should focus a little bit more on the coaching, uh, the hitters. Yeah. You know, it it, it appears as if they're very one and not two-dimensional when it comes to developing players. Uh, And until that changes, I think you have to look at those uh, Miami prospects, the hitting prospects. I think you have to look at them all and I know we shouldn't brand it, you know, as a universal thing, but it has been. You know, yeah. Miami has not developed young hitters for the most part in a while. So I, I think you have to take a look at that, even when you're evaluating prospects. Yeah, for the team that, that developed uh, JT Ramuto and uh, Christian Yelich and Giancarlo Stanton and his youth was sure. phenomenal. And they decided, uh, well... We did a really good job there. Let's do something different, Tim. Let's see. Let's see if we can do it by taking a contrarian approach. And it, uh, so well, far, it hasn't worked. Well, no, they could have the top five Cy Young contenders in the NL next year. Uh, for pitching, yeah, team. I'm talking hitters. Yeah. Tim, you, yeah, that's, oh, yeah. you got to have people that can hit, right? So well, it can't yeah. be 27 strikeouts and you're done. No, maybe they should talk to somebody from Detroit, right? Yeah. <laughs> Timmy, any other rookie hitter that that uh, has your interest for next season that's not on this list? Yeah, the, there's a couple bats that have my that have my interest. Andrew Vaughn is one. Arguably, just an okay season. I think a disappointing season for people. Yeah, I think if you look at it as a whole, yeah, it has been. But then again, he has also played outfield. They've bounced him all over the place. Mm-hmm. He's been in in and out of the lineup on a regular basis. And I still believe in Andrew Vaughn. You know, I've 13 home runs this year, three, mm-hmm. 331 OBP. Uh, I'm not afraid to move Andrew Vaughn up next year. I think he's going to be a better player, assuming he has a, a regular position to play, which I'm thinking is either first base DH and back and forth with the Braille. If he's, if he's looking at regular at bats, I like Andrew Vaughn a lot. And I also like from the twins, Alex Kirilov. Oh yeah. I think, yeah, I think he's going to be real value because coming back, getting his yep. wrist finally fixed. If I can't for yep. Andrew Vaughn. Yeah. I, right I, I, I like both Vaughn and Kirilov for next year. Cause I think their values are going to be, drastically reduced and Vaughn is going to be outfield eligible. He's a perfect fourth or fifth outfielder for me. And I think you'll be able to get him there because I think there's 20 home run pop. I don't think he's a 30 home run guy. 
I think he's really going to hit, and that's going to come out in the next couple of years. So Mm -hmm. I would not be surprised. I know you you thought a 385 on-base percentage this year, if I'm going from memory. I thought that was a little aggressive. But Mm -hmm. if you told me in two years, Timmy, that he he has a 385 on-base percentage, I would not be surprised. And I want to own a guy like that in an on-base percentage league that might hit 22 home runs. Thank you very much. Playing as Mm -hmm. my fourth or fifth outfielder. Yeah, I'd be very, very happy with that. And again, these are post-hype guys. And if we're going to mention post-hype guys, there's one guy that's, I have no idea where he's going to go, except it won't be early, and that's Jared Kelnick in Seattle. That's true. He didn't make the list because his, his OPS yeah. was so bad. Timmy, let's take, <laughs> yeah. a, let's take a quick break and get back and let's do let's do some pitchers. Sounds good. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. My lovely wife is going out for lunch with a friend, Tim, and ah. uh, actually the the woman who helped us design our bathrooms here. So uh, <sighs> the bathrooms still aren't completed, Tim, but uh, it's been, we're going on month six and they're still not completed. So uh, almost, but not quite done. Well, it takes a long time to build a good bathroom. Apparently. <laughs> it, it does. The guy came and put in the oh. shower doors and we thought we were done with the the one of the bat one of the bathrooms, and the handle was the wrong handle. It's like an antique something you'd see in you know the 1700s on our door bathroom door, and we're trying to modernize it. So he's got to bring that back. And then it was funny the the other bathroom it's got hardwood floors, and okay. it's it's they took the toilet out and replaced the toilet, except the footprint of the toilet this this place was built 10 12 years ago so the footprint of the toilets now are much smaller so guess what there's this big (laughs) ring of unfinished hardwood floor sitting in front of it that's Uh about four or five inches and a trying to find somebody to come in to do a little tiny job like that is nearly impossible 
And then yeah. they say, you know, it's the the stain's never going to match perfectly because this stuff is worn and it's got some fancy polyurethane whatever coating on it. So, but anyway, it hasn't been done yet. Why don't so. you play around with it yourself? Just sand sand it out, put it on, and then sand the finish down so it uh, matches the old one. Hey, again, very I, easy I, for me to say with my mechanical <laughs> skills. But so I did yeah. buy. I did buy the. Um, I did buy the, um, the 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 polish. What do you call it? The stain. So stain, I got yeah. that. So I found out from the guy people who put it in originally and I had it and I thought about it Tammy but this is like so the hardwood floor runs through the whole place mm-hmm. and and I'd hate for somebody to come in and open the bathroom door and the hardwood floor is pretty dark brown dark it's almost black and all of a sudden they open it up and it's red <laughs> and people go oh you did that yourself <laughs> so that's <laughs> what I'm afraid of <laughs> well and it I think it's a legitimate fear, yes. <laughs> yeah, I can do that at the beach house, Timmy, because it's more fun. I do more right. handy stuff, though. I did paint all the moldings in here. I spent the last two weeks doing that a little bit every day, and it looks pretty good. You'd be you'd be proud of me, Timmy. All the door, everything is now white. It was all off white. Now it's all white. Well, I tell you, as soon as I saw that project you did at the beach house, as far as the stairs, stairs are concerned, yeah, 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 I you have you be sold. Like, I was expecting, you know, hey, bye, Tim. We're, we're now doing a home renovations project, and you're out sort of notification from you. But it, no. Uh, if, hey, it was, I, if it was the bathroom, Timmy, if it was a room that that didn't, like, flow into the rest of it, mm-hmm. I, I think I need somebody that knows what they're doing here, right? right? Because I need it to match as close as possible. And more importantly, I need to be able to blame somebody when it doesn't match perfectly <laughs> as opposed to blaming myself. Well, and the other thing is, too, if you do it yourself, right, mm-hmm. and it doesn't work out, that means they have to do the whole, okay, upstairs of the the wood, right? They'd have to restain the whole of the house. And it's and not going to happen. You'd get, then you'd get somebody right away to do it, right? Because it's a big, big job. Yeah, and, and the thing that's interesting, so this uh, is an apartment building, Timmy, um, yes. and everything I'm not kidding you. It's probably twice as expensive to do in this apartment building than it is to do in any other uh, any other place. The reason is one is it's a very fancy apartment building, so they they right. gouge you to start off with. But just for them to lug in all the crap and they got to lay down like stuff over the rugs and you know all the common area. It, the, the the guys will get here at seven. By the time they have all their loot in our our place. Yeah. It's like two and a half hours. Then they work for three hours, and they kind of reverse the process. All it's unbelievable. Like you how forgot, much you forgot two coffee breaks and lunch, Rich. Exactly. Okay, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's uh, it, 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 to get anything done is it takes a long time, right? And it's it's expensive because of yeah. that. So, so the probably do, so our apartments like fourteen hundred square feet or something like that. It's not that big. I bet you to do the floors would be forty or fifty grand. Well, in that case, I think you should wait until somebody's unemployed <laughs> exactly. and, wants, and wants cash under the table to get the job done, right? Something yeah, like so, that. I, so we're not going to do that. We're going to spend a little tiny bathroom. Uh, yeah, can you do it? Get as close close to it as possible. So, uh, Timmy, let's talk about young pitchers. Okay. Um, 
Trevor Rogers, uh, top guy, player rating number 25. Here's the stat line. 110 innings pitched, 129 strikeouts, 40 walks, a 245 ERA. I'm not sure anybody had this guy on their at the top of their list coming into the season. I'm, I'm not sure if people had him breaking camp with a job in that rotation. He's going to win this. He's going to win the rookie of the year in the National League, Timmy. I'm not. Is it close? Maybe Jonathan India gives him a little run for his money. It's. I don't think it's close. He's having a great year. He really is. And uh, hey, I'm. I'm happy for the kid. Yeah, he just. the The only thing that might take away from him is again. You look at the innings he's thrown. Okay, you know, in 2019, 136, but you know. Last year, 28. He's up to 110. You look at his past five, six starts, and he hasn't gone six innings since what June 15th. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I. It's wearing heading, out, Timmy. Well, I, I, again, it's it's a long season. He's young. How hard are they going to work him over the next six weeks? Mm-hmm. Not not very would be the answer. I'm thinking. Okay, so I think that might take away from the overall results when it comes time to vote. But he's had a really, really good year. And let's face it, the Marlins, they can they can get pitchers up and good pitchers up to the bigs in a hurry. Yeah, it is amazing, Timmy. Uh, it's just to become a pitching factory. Let's go to the next guy that I, you know, I have to apologize to a number of my Twitter uh, followers who mm-hmm. – we're all over Alec Manoa. I thought he'd be good, Timmy. I never thought he'd be this good. 59 innings pitch, 71 strikeouts, 21 walks, a 259 ERA. He's number. He's the 59th uh, rated pitcher on the board. Well, you, you know what I find fascinating with the pitching? And, you know, I, we, we were mentioning, you, know, you take a look at your, our top 20 heading into the year, mm-hmm. okay? And how many are no longer in that top 20? Yeah. Uh, one of the keys to next year, uh, I believe, isn't going to be nailing the aces. There's, They're going to be limited, okay? That's not going to be tough. Whether they work out, that's a different story. But where it's going to get really dicey is when you start looking at your two, three, and four starters. And the list of pitchers that you've included, plus I've got half a dozen more, they could all be as high as number two type starters next year. Mm-hmm. They could also be number five starters next year. There's going to be there's an incredible number of young pitchers that are poised to take the next step. Who's going to do it? That's the question. And yeah, you know, I, I think Rogers is capable. I think Manoa is very very capable does so, that mean so, they're going to do it and where are we going to where are we going to buy these guys where are we so gonna, where, where, are we where do you think rogers and manoa go on a draft i think rogers will go top 20 really so he's uh, he's 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 this year's ian anderson yes he is will he return that uh awful really lot to think. ask for him that's an awful it's lot to a, ask for him. well and it's the same with manoa I think based on, you know, hey, everybody looks, what have you done for me lately? Well, Manoa's been pretty darn good, hasn't he? It's really good. Uh, yeah, he's. I think he's going to go as a number two, three type starter next yeah. year. You're going to pay a price for those two guys, Rodgers and Manoa. 
Manoa's got that Roger Clemens mean streak too on the mound. I don't, I don't watch a lot of games. He's he's not afraid out there. Well, no, he, 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 yeah. Hey, you know what? He's the type of guy he'll go inside at any point. In time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah and if you look, if you look cross back at him, he's going to go. Screw you! I got the ball. What are you going to do? Yeah, it, yeah. He, he's going to he's going to snarl, grunt, yeah. throw another one inside. Yeah, yeah, very very old school mentality out of Manoa, and uh, I I think he is going to go earlier than he probably should have under normal circumstances, but we've seen so many injuries this year, and there's so many question marks as to who is an elite pitcher next year, and what you know, wh- where is that list? How many are on it? I think it's going to drive the value of what we would once look at as, say, a number 3-4. I think mm-hmm. a lot of those guys are going to be drafted as 2-3s next year, a yeah. lot of the young pitching, and it's going to be fascinating to see how it unfolds. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A guy, Timmy, that's next guy's had a remarkable season. That's Luis Garcia. 106 and two-thirds innings pitch. 129 strikeouts. 32 walks. A 329 ERA. He is 27th on the on the Raider. And, you know, we, we get all excited about Trevor Rogers, tre- excuse me, Trevor Rogers and Garcia sitting right behind him. Yeah. And what happened to, what is it? Christian Javier. He's in the bullpen. Yeah. Uh, he's, yeah. yeah he came in third last year in rookie of the year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all these guys aren't going to make it, but I like Luis Garcia. I do too. Uh, I will be very happy if I can get him as my, number three starter next year. Very, very happy. I don't know if that's possible, but uh, I think I think that's about the right spot to go. And I see him going, again, I've got to look at how the hitters and everything shakes, but I, I think this whole group of middle-tier pitchers is not going to go tr- like we've traditionally seen middle-tier pitchers go, Rich. So the the most famous guy on the list is the next guy, and that's Casey yeah. Mize. Had a very fine yeah. season, Timmy, 120 in the third yeah. innings pitch, 94 strikeouts, 32 walks. I mean, the strikeouts are not what they are with Luis Garcia. 
Alec mm-hmm. Manoa or even Trevor Rogers is still a very good 366 ERA. He's 53rd on the player Raider. Casey Mice, I mean, where does he go next season? I think he goes somewhere in the 6th to 10th rounds, and I like that spot for him. I Who, don't think you're going to overpay for Casey Mize because the ERA is up a little higher and the strikeout rate is a little bit lower, but I like Casey Mize a lot. Alec I think Man- I could own him Who in, goes, in a lot of leagues. Who goes first, Casey Mize or Alec Manoa? Alec Manoa. Who goes first, Casey Mize or Luis Garcia? Luis Garcia. Shane McClanahan to me. I did not say where he was on the radar. I, I guess I forgot to look it up. 84 innings pitch, 99 strikeouts, 28 walks, a 375 ERA. He's quietly having a very nice season. Yeah, he is. And I don't think it's that quiet. Uh, you know, he's he's getting a lot of people's attention. You know, the strikeout rates are really good. The walk rates are really good. The you know the the only problem that I would have per se with McClanahan is, and and again it's the same thing you're going to be facing with Alex Manoa, the AL East. Just mm-hmm. you know, hey, there's a lot of offense in that division, and and that's not going to change. But I think McClanahan's going to go as a number three. And he's another pitcher I'd be interested in, much the same as Garcia. As a number three, I would have no problems with McClanahan next year. Who would you rather have, McClanahan or Mize next year? Uh, Based on what I perceive to be the cost, Mize. Straight up, McClanahan. You think Mize will be cheaper at the draft table than McClanahan? Yes, I do. Interesting. I wouldn't have thought that, but maybe I'm looking at 99 strikeouts and 84 innings and people are going to see him as a 10 strikeout per nine on that guy and go, wow, I got a half him. And Mize is sitting at 94 over 120. So what is that, mm-hmm. seven plus eight, something yeah. like that? Yeah, it's a little bit lower. I, I, I think they're both going to be in the same area. But I think McClanahan will go off the board before him because of the strikeout rate. And then it's Tariq Skubal, Timmy, 116 in a third innings, 127 strikeouts, 41 walks, a 410 ERA. He is 50th on the player radar, ahead of Manoa, ahead of Casey Mize. Your thoughts on Skubal? Where does he go next season? Uh, I think looking at the players listed, uh, I think he goes probably last. But of all the players on this list because of where I think he will go in relation to the others, he probably has my most interest. I, you know, he he had a really tough start and he's got the ERA down to four. Yeah. He's yeah. The strikeouts are there. Uh, If you're looking for upside relative to draft slot, he's got the highest potential on this list, I believe. Interesting. So I, to so I, I, you're the expert. So out of Rogers, Manoa, Garcia, Mize, McClanahan, Scuba, I know it's six guys. It's tough to keep them all. I want you to tell me the preference of these players based on where you think they will be drafted next year. Who is your favorite down to who is your least favorite? Uh, it would be Scuba, Mize, Garcia, McClanahan, 
Rogers and Manoa. I love Scoobal first. I'm going to take McClanahan second, followed by okay. Garcia, then Mize, yeah, then Rogers, Manoa. I, I, I'm scared to death of taking Rogers. If I have to get him with the 20th pick, Timmy, I, 20th pitcher off the board, I can't do that. But uh, so I'm somewhat agreeing, except I have McClanahan up a little bit. I just don't know yeah, if he's going fine. to be as expensive as you think he is. Yeah, maybe I'm, maybe I'm a little out to lunch on that one, wrong. But I, I just think that that strikeout rate, I, I just think McClanahan's going to be a bit too high for my liking. I love the kid, and I'd, I'd love to own him in dynasty leagues, and I don't, and I'm not happy about that, Rich. Yeah, I own, I don't own McClanahan any dynasty league, but he is anchoring. My NFC team, which still somehow <laughs> yeah. on uh, August 13th is still in first place, Timmy. So uh, with no pitching, well done, Rich. Yeah, with uh, with my big guys Bauer and uh, Glasnow on the shelf, Timmy. Somehow the kids. I've got Scooble, McClanahan, and Mize on that team. So uh, and Daniel, Danny Lynch, baby. So yeah. So who knows? Uh, all right, give me give me a couple of other rookie pitchers we could have put a bunch on there but i just wanted to keep yeah. it small a couple guys that you have well hey one guy that i don't think we can forget about is logan Gil- gilbert i almost put him on there timmy just ran out i agree where, where yeah. would he fit in your preference list in my preference list uh i'm not gonna pay the price probably for rogers or manoa so it would be somewhere uh, before those two. Is he going to be expensive, you think? Um, I don't think he's going to be... Uh, yeah, I think Scoobal, McClanahan, Mize, Garcia, I think they'll all go before him. But I think Gilbert could possibly return the same value as any of those four. I'm think, bullish. All right, let me, let me ask you an off-the-wall question here. I know you haven't had a chance to think about it, but you're smart, yeah. so you can figure it out. So Tywin Walker's been great the first half of the season, absolutely terrible the second half of the season. Where does a guy like that, let's say he winds up with a 4-10-20 ERA with a terrible second half of the year, where does he go in drafts in relationship to some of these guys, we're ta- these young kids that we're talking about? Behind them. Because I think we see upside, Okay with all these young kids, whether or not it comes to fruition is a different story, but we see upside with Scoobal and Mize and McClanahan and Manoa and Rogers Garcia. We're looking at unfinished products with upside. And I think people will look at a nearing 30 year old Taiwan Walker as we've seen the best we're going to see. So I think he's going to fall below them. I think people will go with the upside potential. Same true with like an Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, He's been a lot better, by the way, since the All-Star break. Yeah, he has. Uh, I think I'll, I'll take I'll take Rodriguez before a lot of the pitchers on this lot, list. I think the gloves are off. The strikeout rates are fine. Uh, you know, we're talking about a pitcher that didn't pitch, was very sick last year that didn't pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what we're seeing now is the real Eduardo Rodriguez. He's going to walk too many, but he's going to strike out a ton. He's going to be a horse in Boston. So you think that he will be not your rating. I'm talking the yeah. the NFBC market that sets where these guys get taken. You think Eduardo Rodriguez will go ahead of 
all of these guys besides maybe Roger Manoa? Yeah, I, I can see that as a possibility. It's it's a very pitching and conservative pitching format, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Luis, you know, it, how can he not take Luis Garcia, Tim? He's been fantastic. Yeah, he's still young, and Rodriguez has got he's got history on his side. He's done it, and he's doing it again right now. Yeah. Interesting. And I think the health gets a gets a mulligan sort of thing. Eh? Okay, uh, give me a couple of other pitchers, Timmy. Uh, I like Daniel Lynch a lot, despite the struggles. I think we're seeing who Daniel Lynch is right now. Uh, Josiah Gray. Yeah. All, yeah. Why don't I just give you my NFBC team? Everybody right. that you're listening is on my NFBC team. Well, yeah. Dan, Danny about, Lynch and uh, and uh, and the other guy you just mentioned, uh, Josiah Gray. Oh, Josiah yeah. Gray, about, both there. How about Logan Webb? <laughs> he is Logan. Well, Logan Webb's been great. I own him in a bunch yeah. of teams, but not on my NFBC. He was really good last. Night. He's been inconsistent though. Yeah, I believe his ERA his ERA might be under three now. Really. Seriously under three, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. I'll just pull the numbers up right now. The other guy I like is a guy that, uh, uh, it won't let me pull up uh, the numbers for Webb, but uh, I so know I sat great. Webb in a league, Timmy, and instead mm-hmm. pitched uh, Kyle Hendricks. They both pitched on the same day. I'll let mm-hmm. the listeners and yourself look that up later. And t- it's just to show you how good of a fantasy baseball player I am. Yeah, Hendricks got. Yeah, yeah another guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, another guy is uh, the kid in Atlanta who's. Anoa. Tim. We lost Tim. Let's uh, take a. Oh, quick... sorry. There we go. I okay. accidentally hit them. I was moving my wire around here, and I accidentally hit the mute button. Sorry, <laughs> okay. Rich. No worries. Yeah, yeah. I like the kid in Atlanta a lot, and. Here's here's a, a Noah, that, right? You're talking about a Noah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because there's a lot of kids in Atlanta. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> they all are. Yeah. No, I, I like I like him a lot as a number four or five type uh, type gamble. But the one player that I'm really bullish on, and I'm trying to acquire him in dynasty leagues wherever I can, is David Bedner in Pittsburgh. The reliever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all need relief pitchers, and he has had himself a very, very good year. And he's off the radar in in a lot of leagues. Like, I know that the holds numbers are solid. The saves numbers, it's Pittsburgh. He hasn't – they're not really great, but, you know, he's sporting But can't he be next year's version of Rich Rodriguez? Uh, Yes, I think he can. You know, he's only allowed 15 walks, 54 strikeouts in 44 and a third, ERA of 264, whip of 104. So I, you know, I, I know it's tough to include relief pitchers on any list, but David Bedner is a player that I'm going to look at targeting late next year. I think the opportunity's there, and I like the skills a lot. Kid can bring it, too. He can bring it up to almost triple digits. So he, he's got some skills. I agree with you there, Timmy. Uh, Let's take our final break. We'll get back. Let's see who Tim is picking up this weekend. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, Tim, I got my vacation coming up in a couple of weeks, so we're gonna have to yeah. we're gonna have to juggle the schedule around a little bit. So, uh, so it won't be you're a rich, Sunday. You're retired, Rich. Isn't I know. Every day a vacation. <laughs> we're leaving on a Friday and coming back on like uh, the following Wednesday, so we're gonna miss okay. two of our shows. And we can't do that that late in the season, so we're gonna have to do something ahead of time. I'm not sure what. Yeah, well, we'll figure something out. I'm pretty flexible, except in the mornings. I have no flexibility in the mornings at all. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said, Timmy. So... <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, inappropriate, but funny. Okay, Timmy, give me a hitter and give me a picture that you're going to be targeting this weekend. Uh, try getting a walker into bed, Rich, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's... <laughs> I don't even, Timmy, it's just... It's the crass. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Yes. Okay, <laughs> hitters. Uh, uh, Jake Fraley's uh, back. Oh. I, uh, yeah, we got to mention Jake Fraley again for the 14th time. But uh, there's a the kid in Colorado, past 14 days, four homers, 11 RBIs. Uh, he's not your average Joe. He's Connor Joe. Oh, always like Connor Joe. Yeah, so yeah, he's he's a guy that definitely I think is worth taking a look at. I think he's going to play down the stretch and a little pop, some RBIs. Yeah, I sort of like uh, Connor Joe. By the way, can can we all agree now that Garrett Hampson's had his shot and he's a fourth outfielder? Um, yeah, I I I think so. Yeah, I when you're not making the everyday lineup in Colorado, yeah, yeah, that's, that's not a good sign, is it? That's a shame, Timmy. I, I I had hoped for more, and it's not more there. Well, no, he's you know he's he's twenty seven in November. Yep. Six homers, fourteen stolen bases, and a six seventy ops, and that comes in three hundred and thirty two at bats. That's sample size. You know, eighty six strikeouts, twenty two walks. You know, and all that being said. Uh, next year, he'll probably steal 45 bases just to make a life out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, Timmy, good stuff. And he got a, got a pitcher for us. Yeah. Hey, go grab Alex Colomay. Nobody believes he's getting saves. You need saves late. You need him cheap. Give Alex Colomay a look. 
I agree with you there. I don't know about Jake Fraley. I know he was hot before he got injured, so perhaps he's started to figure some stuff out. But um, had a home run the other night. So. Yeah, yeah. And Kalanick still. I mean, he's showing some signs, and then he gets into a funk. I, I'm not sure, Timmy. Yeah, I uh, I might be counting on him down the stretch in labor. I made a tr- uh, one of the one of the teams that's basically out of it is put. Uh, Wheeler on the table. Oh, really? Yeah, and basic. And I like the approach that uh, Joe took with this, and that he sent everybody in the league an, an email and said, "Hey, you've got till Thursday. I'm willing to move Wheeler. Give me your best offer." So I offered him Cedric Mullins. Wow! Did you get him? Uh, I haven't seen anything, so I'm assuming not. He got back to me and said. Uh, he likes the player, but he's got better offers, and I can't give anything. I can't give anything more than that. So a better offer than Cedric Mullins? He's ranked ninth on the player radar, Timmy. That's that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Uh, but when you look at the way labor's unfolding this year, there are three teams in the 100s: 107, 5, 107, 104, 5, 98, 5, 93. And three teams down to me, and right now I'm an eighth at 83. So there, there are about eight teams still in it. So it's a good position to be selling a player right now. Yeah. Well, we love a be yeah. nice, nice addition to your team. But uh, oh well, Timmy, it's yeah. been a lot. It's been a lot of fun. Um, any final comments for our listeners? Uh no, I I really don't have any today except uh, cross your fingers that we get through the weekend with no COVID injuries and everybody healthy. And uh, again, I don't think we're going to see Mike Trout this year. Oh, yeah. Well, that's right. It's my my weekly question. Where's mm-hmm. Mike Trout? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't think we're going to see him. Where's Jacob DeGrom? Uh, right now playing Guitar Hero with Mike Trope. Yeah, I saw something, yeah. another MRI. This, mm. this is not good, Timmy. Neither one of these players, this isn't a good scene. No, it isn't. And that's why when we started talking about the young pitching that's available, that's why I think a lot of it's going to get driven upwards. Our situations like Shane Bieber and Jake DeGrom. You know, hey, what, hey, what do you do with them next year, man? I'm, that's I'm really worried. I'm really worried about uh, Jacob Degrom. Really worried. Again, it's been 12 years or so since his Tommy John surgery, and the mm-hmm. fact he's had so many MRIs and so many weird things. It just doesn't. It doesn't feel right, Tim. No, it doesn't feel right. And when, when you look at the the top tier pitchers, the top 15 that we looked at heading into this year and you start trying to move that forward where do you take a player like Julio Urias and where do you slot him in pretty high is he a top 20 top 15 it's uh, wait a minute top 20 I, I I'll you take Rogers I'll take Urias uh, and I'll, I'll win every time uh no you won't I would I won't let that happen but yeah I, oh yeah no I <laughs> right agree, would I you rather that. have Urias and then Trevor Rogers Here's one for you. Urias or Zach Wheeler? 
Well, Zach Wheeler, I think, is going to get more strikeouts. Mm-hmm. But Urias has been really good, Tim. That's a really good question. I mean, I think they're going to be I, – I think Urias is a top 15 guy. I think Wheeler's a top 15 pitcher. So I, I think they're Ur- right there. Urias or Zach Galen? Oh, Urias. I, I'm scared of Zach Galen. Luis he, Castillo. When, uh, no, Urias, Urias over Castillo. Aaron Nola, you Darvish. But may, may, hold on for a second. <laughs> I, I'm taking Urias over both of those guys. Um, yeah, yeah. But so so far, we've listed all players that are in the uh, the top fifteen. Yeah, maybe <laughs> so, Urias is higher than. I think you've got to be serious about. It. May I, for a moment, and then we got to get out of here. Uh, Luis sure. Castillo, whoever yeah. sent me this on. Oh, the great John Dean did. I I think uh, okay. if I if I'm not giving him if I'm not giving the right person credit, I apologize. <laughs> they sent. A, a breakdown of the number of times uh, Tucker Barnhart has caught Lewis uh, Castile versus Tyler Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Timmy, he's got a six plus ERA with Tucker Barnhart and a yeah. two twenty five ERA with Tyler Stevenson, and we're talking they're almost the same exact number of innings each has caught him. Uh, somebody in the Reds organization should be using that information and using it wisely, correct? I, I, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I'm assuming the data is right. But, I mean, if, if, if it is, yeah. yes, they sh- that's crazy. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. And, and you know what? Whether there's there's reason for it or yep. it's just, it's totally just random, you still have to go with it, don't you? I totally agree with you, Timmy. And I was thinking the exact same thing. And yeah. maybe their analytics department is going, well, gee, there's really no reason for this. But, I mean, at some point you have to say, well, we don't know what the reason is. Let's let's see if this is a large enough sample size and, and keep it going. I, I, I would not throw Tucker Barnhart out catching Luis Castillo until we see a change. Well, yeah, and the Reds will keep keep wheeling Barnhart out there trying to prove him wrong, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh. and that was that was pretty amazing. Timmy, it's an hour and 18 minutes. we got to get out of here. Have a great yes. rest of the day. We'll talk to you on Sunday, my friend. Sounds good. Be safe. Be well. We'll catch you Sunday, Rich. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.